when I started to take responsibility for my own life, I, I don't remember the specific what triggered that, but I do remember just waking up one day and just being like, okay, I'm scared of a lot of things. I'm going to start doing everything that I'm scared of and then I won't be as scared as I was. So like fear is a lack of experience. Like when you're born, you're born with two fears. I think one is falling because that's a natural fear and there's one other one. I, I can't so remember. Probably death. <laughs> but I don't know if you know that, like when you're a baby. Yeah, 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 I, I can't yeah, yeah. remember what it is, but if I remember, I'll tell you. Probably abandonment. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Um, but there's two fears and then every other fear you've learned yourself. So then I realized, well, if you've learned your fears, you can obviously unlearn them. So I just started doing everything that freaked me out, like from skydiving to like <laughs> seeing cane toads up close and personal because I don't like cane toads. But like... I would just go and catch one just to make myself less scared. That makes me sound like such a weirdo. Yeah, <laughs> but at the time, like, it's all about breaking even patterns, the simple it? things, yeah. like spiders, like they're scary. Like next time you see a spider, don't ask your dad to go and get rid of it. Like just get rid of it yourself. Like if you break down the fear and you be like, okay, what am I actually scared of? This huntsman can't bite me. It's just a bit freaky because I've created that perception of it. So I'm going to not create that perception of it and change it. Do you think though that you've created the perception of it or do you think that those perceptions are instilled by your family and the, and the, and the upbringing? Well, that's your responsibility too. Yeah. Like you you're a product of who you're around and not saying that like my parents made me afraid of huntsmen's but of course if you if someone else is scared of that you you naturally yeah. take that on that's what i mean you you take on what's in your environment and obviously it's only at a certain age when you become more conscious mm. to this that you can take control of it yeah and that's probably in your teenage years your later teenage years when you start to have to take responsibility but yeah. so many people are going through life that have delayed it delayed it delayed it and they're still in their 40s and they're not taking responsibility for themselves yes you know what i'm saying to take responsibility of yourself this early in life is is a massive like game changer for you yeah do you know it, what I'm saying it, it's it's pretty cool and I think at the start of the year um in terms of I had a big career path which I'm sure we can talk about career path change we can talk about later but one of the biggest things that I realized is that you know a lot of people will put limits on you but there really is no limit that exists so I mean for example like if you said to me, I want to go and be an astronaut, a lot of people would be like, no, you like, that's, a, that's ridiculous. Like you can't do that. It's like, well, why? Like, stop, stop saying, why are you doing that? Or say you can't do that. Just be like, why can't I do that? Like, yeah. Have, you, have you ever seen, um, there's, 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 there's a study done and, there, and it's with ants, right? And you can put an you can put ants on a on a piece of white paper and yeah. you can draw a black line around the ant <laughs> in biro and the ant won't cross the black line really yeah because 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 it but it, and and if you keep making the it smaller and smaller and smaller it 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 it, it, it confines it and what that's what that's trying to the what the metaphor I'm trying to say is that people's people's minds sometimes you have to go over that black line to expand your mindset to expand what you think about and how you think about things yeah, but a lot of people are constrained by these invisible lines, invisible lines and perceptions that they've built around themselves that, mm. aren't, that aren't the truth. That, yeah. that, that have no, that haven't. Where did that come from? Where did it stem from? Why, why is it there? Yeah, who said that? Yeah, but no one thinks about that. Yeah, like they don't think, they don't sit there and think, where did this fear come from? Is it accurate? Like by all means, be afraid of, I don't know, getting. I don't even know what you should be afraid of, but there is a lot of things that you can, that are like, I'm not stupid in terms of my fear, but 
there's a lot of things that you just create that are not scary. Like there's no there's no need for that fear. Hundred percent, and a lot of people's pr- like perceived problems in their life mm. are also created. Yes, like, they're, like they're, they're, they've they've gone out and and constructed these problems. I noticed through doing like a lot of breath work and a lot of inside work over the last yeah. year, which you, which you, which you know all about me doing. It's like fuck, like I've created a lot of drama in my life <laughs> yeah. for, for for not for, for no reason. Yeah, like for no reason, like because because of things that happened in your childhood, you can mm. you can bring them right the way through into adulthood and then act upon like intrinsically act upon things without even knowing why you acted upon the thing that you acted upon and then and then you you actually separate yourself from wh- where you want to go to because you're yeah. going towards shit that you now don't, now don't want to go to because you're following a pattern that's been instilled in you since you were a child. Yes. But realizing it is the start of where you can change. Yeah. People just don't realize. Yeah, is there is there any like books and mm. um stuff that you've like read into that you've you've found really helpful for helping you break through this kind of stuff? Mm, definitely. I think one of the biggest books that I lo- I loved reading was Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins, of course. Like that's such a good book to read. But I think the biggest one that changed my life path was Find Your Why by Simon Sinek. Like yeah, he's yeah. the man. But yeah. reading that book and realizing like it helps you figure out what your actual soul purpose is. And it also helped me figure out the purpose of the mega run, but figuring that out and then only choosing to make decisions based on that. Do you you know something? What? I've never told anyone this, but, um, I, I, I read Simon Sinek's book and then I did his, I did his online course. Cost me like nine, nine hundred dollars. Yeah. The, the, my why statement, Yes. Which which I created from that is the is the front line to this podcast, helping people break patterns, flip perspectives in their life. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just got right? goosebumps. And it is it it is part of the when I found that why statement mm. and then I attached it to the right medium, which was voice and podcasting and everything like that. That's when things went bang. Do yeah. You know what I mean, things started to move forward for me, and things started to really move and the same and i've just i just had a bit of a fucking realization <laughs> when 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 you said that to me about mega run do you know what yeah because I mean? that is that is some powerful shit so guys if you if you're listening right now and that's hit your ears like go and buy that book, it's, book. It's, it's like what 25 30 go and buy simon senex um find your why read it go and get his online course it will help you structure mm. your why statement and I, I might even do something i might even that's even I might even put my own spin on this in, in, in what I'm doing and create a, a, a bit of a, a remit for you guys to follow as well on that because I think that will really help you gain some clarity. But mm. that is some, that is just hit me hard. Yeah. I just, I, yeah, mad. That is mad. Yeah. How, how, how long ago did you read that book? I read it at the start of the year. So I was already on a journey of like doing everything that scared me and becoming my own person and not caring what people thought about me. And I, I haven't cared about what people think about me for a very long time. We had so many deep chats about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, the way that I like to put it, and I think this helped me a lot, is I often act by worst case scenarios if I'm nervous. So like yeah. worst case scenario, mo- what people would find most embarrassing, like go into a restaurant get up on the table, take all your clothes off and just walk out naked. Like, you know, I, I've done that before. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, what, are you serious? <laughs> well, I mean, that is like, I guess for some people that would be the worst case scenario. But then like when you think about it, people will talk about it for like maybe one hour 
if that, and then it's old news. Like people are so, like we think that everyone cares so much about like ourselves. Like I'm thinking you care about what what I'm doing. I'm like, no, everyone is so invested in themselves. They don't even realize what is going on around. So stop thinking that everyone is so obsessed with what you're doing. Yeah. It's, it's almost like a selfish mindset to care what people think about you. Yeah, because because if you're caring about what others think about you, you limit your opportunity to make change in the world yeah. and to impact the world the way you should be impacting the yeah. world. Like if I if I if I got so invested around whether fucking trees are from Melbourne like my fucking podcast or not, <laughs> then I'm not really I, I'm not really changing the lives and helping the people that I could be helping. No. Do you know what I mean? Because every some people are going to like you, some people are going to dislike you. But the, yeah. uh, the the moment you you kind of free yourself from the judgment of having to worry about the fact of what anyone thinks of you, mm. you kind of that that just takes a whole different weight off your shoulders, and you can go and embrace life how life's meant to be embraced. Yeah, you can't do that whilst you're thinking about what fucking other people think of you, what your mum thinks about your your decision. Yeah, get this fucking straight in your head right now, guys. Yeah, your mum, your dad. Your brother, your sister, your fucking friend Dave, that they can't live your life. No, they can't do it for you. Mm. They can't. They can't embrace um, the set. That they can't embrace the feelings you get from whatever lights you up. Yeah. They can't embrace that. Only you can embrace that. Only you can experience it. Mm. Which is fucking why you always need to stay true to yourself. Yeah, I actually that that really hits home with me too because I think often when we're thinking about a decision we get faced with we I mean we get choices all day long but rather than like sitting with ourselves and actually thinking about what we would actually like everyone just picks up the phone or goes and talks to someone else straight away to get their opinion I'm like don't do that like I stopped doing that I like of course seek advice from the people that are experts in their field by all means yeah but first of all just have a think about what you would like like genuinely think about it like okay if you go to someone and say what should I do with my life they will give you maybe what they want to do or like do you think that I can go and do my solo skydiving course like you might be like no that's crazy but I know I can do it like they're going to give you whatever they think they're capable of yeah 100% I remember I remember from your journey right you came up to me one day and you're at a point in your life where you were deciding like which clothing brand to sign with. Yes. And there was a lot going on in your world. Yeah. And I and I remember saying to you, you already know the answer. Yeah, I remember that too. I said it to you. I, I took you to one side. I said, you already know the answer. There's nothing I need Stop to say. Stop asking. Yeah. You don't need to ask. You not. It's not. It's not me. It's not mm-hmm. any. Stop asking everyone else. Like, this is you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know. Mm. You already felt it. You've already felt it. Yeah. You're nervous because the commitment to one means you can't commit to the others. Yeah. But you already knew, didn't you? Yeah, 100%. The, the day you asked me, you fucking knew. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. But I, I, you just get caught up. You get caught up. Yeah. You just get... Well, I think you get afraid of making the wrong choice. But like the sooner you can stop being afraid of failing, the the better. Like fail fast. Like you want to fail because it teaches you so much about learning what not to do. That's that's a That's a big realization I've had. It's like you are going to fail. And if you're not failing, you're not going hard enough. Like yeah. go and make the mistake fast and learn from it so you can move on. You aren't failing though. Yeah. So it's 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 learning, it's feedback. You need feedback yeah. from the marketplace in order to improve whatever you're doing. Yeah. 
the fastest way to learn how to be an unbelievable podcaster or unbelievable athlete is to get hit in the face a few times. Like, <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. I didn't. I didn't go on a podcasting course. Yeah. I just started a podcast mm. and I fucking just fell into what felt right and what yeah. didn't feel right. I added more of what felt right. I took away what didn't feel right. And I, yeah. I, 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 I always come back to the point of authenticity around is, mm. it, is it authentic to me? Is it authentic mm. to fuck what other podcasters are doing? I don't give a fuck about that. Like, is it, does it feel right for me? Same with what you're doing. And mm. what, with the movement you've created, it's all about what feels right. And it yeah. obviously works because it's attracting something. Now, 17 other people could try and fucking set up mm. fucking, you know, unbelievable run. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like instead of mega run or whatever, I don't know. But like, it doesn't bang the same because it's not coming from the same place. Mm. If it's not, it's, you know what I'm saying? So people have to really get clear on that. Yeah. It's just whatever's authentic to you is, 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 is the only game in town you have yes. to fucking go to. That's it. And if you're if you're super passionate about it and it's what you're meant to be doing, it never feels like a grind because you know why you're doing it. And like the feeling that you get from it is so fulfilling that that's actually the big thing. Like I started asking myself, is it bringing me happiness, which is very temporary and short term, or is it fulfilling? And and if you ask yourself that in every choice that you're making, is this going to bring me happiness or fulfillment, happiness or fulfillment, and you start to make way more of the fulfilling choices, your life in the long term is going to look a whole lot better. And I mean that in like on the weekend, are you going to, not that I have anything against drinking, but it's not really my scene. Like, if, are you going to go out and get drunk on the weekend and feel happy for that couple of hours while you're out with your friends, but then go back and feel miserable about the fact that you still haven't changed your life, you're still around the same people that don't make you feel good about yourself, just for that three hours of happiness. Whereas, in my opinion, you could make the decision to come along to something like Megaron, meet some people that are actually going to encourage you to push to get your goals and then long term you actually get your goals and you're living a life that you're way more happy with yeah i think a lot of people in regards to the drinking thing i mean i mean i've never had alcohol but i think a lot of a lot of people if they stop drinking their friends would change yeah that's that's a good thing yeah yeah let 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 that land let that fucking land on your ears yeah. what i've just said to you if you'd stopped drinking today i think your friends would change i mm. don't in, in fact i don't think about it i know they would mm. or like you, you'd 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 make different friends that are doing different shit that actually lights you up and you'd probably drop off a few that probably weren't supporting your growth mm. and it's just that's just the natural evolution but people 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 go through stages in life mm. of where you have to, you in order to find yourself, you first have to lose yourself. Yeah. Right? You've been through it. Mm. And I lost myself for, for, for many years. When I left the UK and came here, five years, like a wandering soul, wondering what am I here for? What am I doing? Yeah. What's my purpose? I'm sure this isn't it, what I'm doing right now, but I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. And then when I started to, obviously, I read Simon Zane's book and I did this and I did that and I started to put these pieces together and then I went back to UK and I started this podcast and I'm mm. like, boom, now something feels aligned with me. Yeah. But you, in order to find yourself, you have to lose yourself first. And you just have to have a crack. Like, just try. People, like, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't think if you asked me at the start of the year, I was going to be doing a a run club. P.S. It's not just a run club. I just want to emphasize that. Yeah, it is yeah. definitely a hype club. But like I did not think that. And if you ask any of the people 
I always like to look at people who are really succeeding in life. If you ask any of them, the one thing they will say is so many people told them that their idea was stupid and that it would never work, but because they believed it, they made it happen. And also how much their friendship circles changed. So and, yep. and it all started just because they believed in it and they just had a crack and they kept on knocking on those doors. They did not give up. Like, actually, Shoe Dog is a really good book to read too. Yeah, I don't know I've if you've it, read that. Yeah, yeah, I've started reading it. It's, it's a good I've not finished it yet. But. He just gets faced with so many challenges. And then you look at the empire that is Nike or Nike, whatever everyone, whatever everyone likes to call it. But you look at that and you think this dude just believed in it so hard that it didn't matter what he was faced with. He just kept going after it. And imagine if everyone in this world was doing what they were passionate about, how much happier everyone would be. There wouldn't be as much hate. <laughs> Not at all. The, yeah. ha- the hate would dissipate. Yeah. Because if, because if you're happy with yourself, there mm. can't be hate. Yeah. There can't, they can't, they can't be any animosity. Yeah. Society wants to keep a little bit of hate. Because that keeps the status quo. Well, but, it makes them feel better about what they're doing because they're not happy. Yeah, and 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 mm. happiness is a happiness is not something you you don't just open the door one day and find happiness. Mm. Happiness happens, in my opinion, by learning more and more and more about yourself. Yeah, by sitting with yourself, uh, being alone sometimes, by making mm. decisions by yourself that are really fucking hard for you to make. But the more hard decisions you make, the better you get at making hard decisions. Mm. And that is so, so critical because on the other side of the hardest decision you have to make today is a fucking load of growth, Mm. a lot of growth. And you have to be willing to make the hardest decision that you've ever had to make in your life right now. Mm. And if you don't make it, you are just you're going to have to make another hard decision or more hard decisions down the track anyway. Yeah. Like you never get away from the hard decision. The yeah. hard decision just gets the can just gets pushed down the road. <laughs> yeah. You just, you just push it That's further and true. further and further away. Yeah. So give us break break down to, to to everyone listening. Like what what were you doing at the start of the year that was so different uh, in terms mm. of like alignment to what you're doing now? Yeah. Um well I, I think I, because when I was at school, I was always very academic and then I was training. So at school, all I did was train academic, train academic. And I think that's why I was a bit shy because I didn't go to any of the social things because I was just so focused on training and studying. And then so when I finished school, I just always thought I would just do something. I loved science and maths, so wasn't very good at English, but I always thought I would just do something in science or like something I actually thought I'd be a vet, to be fair. Um, and I went and worked in a vet, which is something I would encourage everyone to do. Like if you if you want, if you think you want something, go and dip your toes in and see what it feels like. Like go and actually yes. experience it. Yes. Because yeah. it's so different. And had I not gone and worked in a vet. See, that's the thing too. Okay, I'm just going to take a step back because I get too excited. When I left school, I did my Bachelor in Exercise and Nutrition Science because I didn't think I was smart enough to be a vet. And then I actually got accepted into vet but it's five years of study. So rather than um, going and studying for five years, I took a step back, which I people were like, don't do that. That's silly. Like just go get straight into your study. I, w- I took a step back, went and worked in reception um, of a vet clinic um, for a year and decided it wasn't for me, which was great because I saved myself Brilliant. four years of study. So 
it's worth investing in investigating what you don't want to do so that you can find out what you want to do. Like if I could redo things when I left school, whilst like I'm so stoked I have a degree, that's really, really good. I do think it's a good show of discipline being able to go and do something like that. But I would just say if there's something you want to do, just go and get amongst it and see if it's actually what you want to do. Like if you want to be a property developer, go and work for a property developer develop a volunteer a year of your time just seeing if you like that or like if you want to learn how to do podcasts go and sit in someone else's watch Frankie do sitting doing podcasts for a couple of months and see if it's actually what you want to do because otherwise you're going to waste all this time trying to figure out what you want to do and then like investing in degrees and time like time is what matters and then you come out and it's not even what you're passionate about And the reason why I'm so passionate about this is because after I decided I didn't want to do vet, I didn't know what else I wanted to do. I knew I was passionate about health and fitness and like that's sort of all I knew. So I got offered a job, very well paying um, at a physio if I studied physio. So then I started studying physio last year during COVID and I remember sitting in the classroom and looking at around looking around at all these student physios being and they were so passionate about it. I just remember thinking like, why are they so passionate about this? Like so this is boring. not what I want to do, like <laughs> at all. Um and then obviously I didn't it wasn't until I read Simon Sinek's book that I thought, okay, well, I definitely don't want to be a physio. I still didn't know what I wanted to do. And completely honest, like my family wanted me to continue my studies because we it was important that we had an academic basis because we were smart people. So I thought that's what I was supposed to do, something academic. Um, And they encouraged me not to defer my degree, but I ended up deferring the degree for a year um, and just saying, I'm just going to try and have a crack at things while I'm young. I might as well fail while I don't have a whole lot of like, I don't have kids. I don't have like a mortgage to pay. Um, It's the best time. it's It's the best time that you have to it's go out yeah. yeah 100% it's, it's it's try lots of shit yeah fail or learn lots of times yeah and enjoy yourself like whilst you're doing it and you're going to get a lot of life experience doing that yeah that's how that's how you gain the life experience and that's what's priceless you can't no one can give you life experience like you have to go out and do it can't go and learn a degree on it like doesn't and i'm so pro academics like i love academics but it's not for everyone. So don't be afraid if you don't feel like it's not for you. Is that when you went, did you go from physio then to being like a one-to-one personal trainer? Yeah, I did PT um, just to sort of dip my toes in there, see if I liked it. I, I never thought, um, you know, I've always liked, I don't necessarily like social media, but I like that, well, I think there's a lot on social media now that is not real and I like that social media gives my, myself the opportunity to give value to people that I know is real. So yeah. I, I like helping people because I know when I help them on Instagram or whatever it is, that what I, the advice I give them is legitimate because I do have a degree in it. So any advice that I give, I know will actually help people because I've seen so many people close to me finally be ready to change their lives, like go on weight loss journeys or something like that. And then go on and buy something from someone. And this isn't everyone, obviously, but there is a lot of fake stuff on there and go and buy a program off someone and try and do it. And it doesn't even work. And then they give up. And yes, that's something that they've got to work on that discipline and that sort of thing. But I'm really passionate about giving people 
actual valuable help. Ex- executable help. Yeah. Like executable. Help, something that actually will help them in it. It's not just like it's not for my gain. Like I actually just really want to see people be the best versions of themselves. And that's that's how Maker Run has started pretty much. So when when you came, what was it that helped you kick off the idea of having a run club then? I know it's not yeah. a run club. It is a run club, but it's, it's not a, a run club. club. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, all right. Well, you know what I mean? Like yeah. what 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 was the where, where when did all that come in? Well, cuz it, se- it seemed it seemed to start yeah. and then it seemed to go whew, Yeah. And I was like What's happening? Lo- I was looking around like <laughs> that came out of nowhere yeah. do you know what I mean yeah well I, I I was doing PT at the time and then I had run I found okay so I'd run a marathon in 2019 and that was like that was when I was reading David Goggins book or maybe listening to his podcast I don't know if he'd written a book by then I think I was I listened to one of his podcasts that actually was a big change it was Rich Roll and um, David Goggins and in my head I just thought David Goggins was over 100 kilos and ran 100 miles or 100 Ks or whatever it was for his first ever run. No excuses, just hard work. And so I thought, well, if he's done that, like I can do it. So then I just went and I registered to do the marathon in 2019 off no training and I just went and did it. I was like, I'm going to run, walk or crawl. Like I'm going to get it done. And so I went and did the marathon and then I did, um, I just realized that, you know, it obviously takes you to a lot of places. Running always does. It, cl- it clears your head. It it makes you, because you're alone, it's an individual thing. It just, it makes you think about things. But I realized that doing a marathon is like a once-off discipline. It's obviously really hard, yeah. but it's once-off. It's way harder to do something every single week that is challenging. So I just wanted to get better. I found myself starting to procrastinate a little bit. So I, I decided at the start of last year, well, this year, we're still in this year, yeah. <laughs> almost gone, um, that I wanted to do 10Ks every Sunday, rain, hail or shine, doesn't matter if I'm sick, whatever it is, I have to wake up and run it every Sunday because that was actually when I moved to the Gold Coast, I found it hard to find friends that didn't just want to go out and party every weekend and same with me, I don't drink. So it it is, I found it hard to, you know, I started drinking like I wasn't drinking a lot but I would go out with people and have a drink and I'm like I don't even like drinking I'm not enjoying the conversations that I'm having while I'm out it's not me I'd much rather be going rock climbing and doing things on my weekend so then but people pester you to come out every Saturday night yeah but then if you I realize that if you say sorry I've got to run Sunday morning they just go they just go oh that makes sense no worries it's so weird so So that's why you put it on a Sunday I wonder why you put it on a Sunday but also everyone said don't put it on a Sunday no one will come so but the perfect like it it is on a Sunday because the right people will come yeah I love that yeah I fucking love that That, it's only the frothers really hard yeah it's really hard Mm. yeah I like it because I remember back in England like some of the lads from the boxing gym would run six miles on a Sunday. So six miles is about, it is about 10K. Yeah. It's about 10K. And, you know, doing that on a Sunday after you've ran probably two or three miles a day yeah. a week, it's like, it's on like Donkey Kong. You can't, you couldn't go out on a Saturday night and, and stay up till 11 o'clock because yeah. you'd never ever make it on a mm. Sunday. 
Yeah. It's that discipline, that instilled discipline yeah. that, that set that 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 is the one percent daily that we're talking about. Yeah. That thirty seven percent at the end of the year improvement that you make mm. is down to what you do on that day. Yeah. I mean I get up early on a Sunday and what I'm doing on a Sunday is is the one percent discipline of getting this podcast ready to put out to the yes. world on the either the Sunday afternoon or the Monday morning, whatever yeah. I decide is more appropriate for mm. that podcast. But it's the one percent thing that I make sure is on a Sunday that I have no to get negotiation. Up. Nah, yeah, I can't. I can't be out. I, I want to be in bed by latest ten o'clock on a Saturday night. Yeah, because I because that podcast yeah. in the morning that's that's that lights me up. Yeah. Why the fuck would I stay out later than ten o'clock? Because I'm lit up by this. Yeah, obviously at Christmas time and stuff like that, different. Yeah, but I'll but because I have more time around the other days, I can set things out to. To, to, so that you don't have to worry about mm. it first thing, but I—that's why I do that. Yeah, similar to similar discipline, but I never looked at it like what you did. Yeah, but I realise why I do it. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, in our, I think in our generation particularly, because everything is so instant, no one knows discipline very well, and I felt I feel like there's a lot of things where like you can listen to all these different things where people talk about how to change your life. They talk about it a lot, but unless you practically do things and you experience it yourself, like you can't make change. So I wanted to show people, like I actually never had an intention to make it into a thing that I shared with other people, but I realized that when I was running every Sunday morning, it was training my mind. Like it's practicing training that muscle. It's not even like about the running. The running is the tool that allows you to build the discipline because I also realized that being disciplined and showing yourself that you're capable of more, which is what Mega Run is about, is what builds your confidence. Our whole purpose of Mega Run is show people through discipline, obviously waking up and pushing themselves through the run, yeah. that they are capable, uh, that they can build the confidence that they're capable of more. And then hopefully when they realize they're capable of more when they run, they will go on and do be, be capable of more in the rest of their life as well. So they're going to go, okay, when I was running on Sunday, I got to 4Ks and I thought I was going to die. So... Um, but I, I pushed a little bit further. I got to four and a half or five. And then when they get to the end, they're like, wow, I thought I could only do four and I actually did five. So the next time in life, when they doubt themselves in terms of anything, they're like, oh, I, I don't know if I could do that. They're going to be like, well, actually, my mind told me I couldn't run that four, that five Ks. Yeah. So Because your, yeah. your mind will always quit on you way before your body will. Yes, because it's protecting you. Because you, because you, you got to understand that ninety five percent of your mind is subconscious. Yeah. So only five percent is conscious. Your subconscious will will have things from the past, like we've discussed previously, mm. that will hold you back and weigh you down if you allow it to act in its prehistoric setting. Yeah. But that setting that is set twenty years ago isn't your reality that you're living today. No. So if you choose to go back and let it let it set it as your reality of the day. You've just been beaten by yourself. Mm. That is some fucking powerful shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. It's fucking, it's fucking wild because we, we're all guilty of it. Yeah. hundred percent. So just l- what you're saying and losing yourself in that run, like running, running, boxing, um, is a meditation. Yeah. It, I think what it, what, Essentially, what it does is it allows your mind to fall in. 
because you're 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 in the thought you're in the pursuit of something when you're running. Mm. So you're running down the road, and your mind go. It allows your mind to figure shit out. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, you fig- <laughs> you're telling me. Yeah, but no, because I, I've I ran for ran for a lot of years. Yeah, like nearly every day, mm-hmm. right? And I'm telling you, like for me, it allowed me. I think, I think now it's just it's just lo- lodged with me. I need to yeah. start running again because yeah, well, you know where it's at. <laughs> <laughs> because because I, I reckon I reckon that's 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 that was my struggle in the first five years. Mm. I didn't have that that meditative meditative state in terms of like from exercise that yeah. allowed me to free the mind. But most people don't. That yeah. that mind muscle is weak in most people because. Yeah. Everything is so easy. Everything is easy these days. Like no one, and you don't like. It's not going to get you anywhere long term. But like all the all the feel good momentary things are easy and available to today's society. Yeah, it's I just know. how it is. So the reason why I say, you know, I'm really passionate about Mega Run not being like this elite running club. It's nothing like that. It's it's for everyone. It's showing people that you know runners get head noise too. Everyone gets head noise. It's just the runners have learned how, like really good runners obviously, have learned how to control their heads better. They've got a really strong mind muscle and people can build that. It's just like muscles in the gym. You can build that mental toughness so that you are stronger and then you'll be stronger in the rest of your life as well. So we want people who, you know, have never run before ever to come to Mega Run because I guarantee you, you'll run. And then you'll show yourself that you can run. And then you're going to show yourself that you can do more in every aspect of your life. Yeah, it's so powerful. So powerful. And you've, so give us a trajectory of the build up with this, right? So mm. you, so you start going running on your own every Sunday, yeah. do your 10Ks. Yeah. Then someone says to you, hey, Meg, can I come with you? Is that, is, is that literally <laughs> start? Um, yeah. Yeah. It was. Um, Someone really close to me actually asked to come for a run and they were the person that um, told me to read um, the book because they were reading that at the same time, Simon Sinek's Find Your Why. Yeah. Because I told them why I was doing the the Sunday runs. I told them that like I didn't like drinking. I wanted an excuse not to go out on a Saturday night. I wanted to challenge myself every week because you know you can choose to make change but unless you're doing it every week it does it never like people make the decision to change but they just wears off and they don't yeah. actually do it um and then they were like gold coast needs this like people in the gold coast need it i mean okay why do people go out on the weekend most of the time it's to be social everyone on the weekend wants to tick the social book box to be like yep, yep i'm social it it's what i mean we're humans like we want interaction we want yeah we want connection we want depth yeah but i mean there's no there's no depth really added i don't know if you should say that but like the Coogee pavilion like not really i haven't had the best conversations when i've been out there no offense Coogee pavilion it's nothing like that but i mean like i haven't had the best conversations when i have been out like that yeah you don't you don't you don't because a lot of people that um Go out at certain times of night. Yeah, are, are are at the point where they're they're potentially at certain points in time trying to get away from things. So they're trying to numb themselves to other stuff. So, yeah, it's so surface level. It's so it can be very surface level. It could be very transactional at certain points in the evening as well with other stuff. Like it's like and people go and lose themselves with drugs and everything yeah. else to try and mask other shit that's going on in their life. Mm. It's important that you identify with when you 
when you're doing that and you're doing it on a regular basis, mm. then there's then there's something you need to face. Mm. And you always face that by doing the inside work. Yeah. It's always inside work. Mm-hmm. There's no other answer. Yeah. It's just inside work. Mm. So, so it's, it's, it's fucking simple, really. Yeah. But, but, not, but everyone, everyone ignores it. That's a hard it. choice. Yeah. A hard choice. It's a long one. Um, but yeah, then then I think we we went for a run, told him about it. They said the Gold Coast needs this. There's nothing social. Like there would be people that want to do this because I was finding it hard to meet like-minded people and have good friendships. And, um, you know, he just encouraged me. He's like, if you're really passionate about it, like you should you should just do you it. do it, yeah. And then so decided to do it. I'm like, put it on my Instagram. I'm like, everyone come to this run. Like we're going to do, I called it 10K Sunday. If you want to come, come do 10K Sunday. I had a couple of friends who had previously joined me as well and they were getting really excited about it. And then um, the very first one that I decided to do, bearing in mind, everyone had told me Sunday, such a bad idea. Don't do it. No one will come. First time I do it, no one comes because it pours rain, like it pelted rain. So it was just me and this one other person there who we just decided, okay, well, we'll just go for a run, like in the rain, pelting rain, went for a run. Um, and I, I was like, oh, that was stupid. Like no one came, you know, almost didn't do it. And then they were like, no, try three times. And then if it still doesn't work, leave it or try something different if yeah. you're really passionate about it. But change your, change your, change your direction. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then decided to, um, showed up the next week, probably 10 people were there some randoms some friends um in fact some of the people that came still come now like have come this whole year yeah beautiful yeah, yeah it's beautiful. it's pretty cool and like seeing how much they've grown is is really special she the girl one the girl i'm thinking of she's an og she got our um what what is it most disciplined mega runner of the year because we did a big awards thing at yeah, the mega nice, mega run yeah. um but seeing her growth is ridiculous because she's gotten like when people people that show up on the Sundays are those people that if you tell them oh, I'm going to I would really love to be an astronaut they're not going to say that's stupid they're going to say okay like how are we going to get a deal on the next best space suit like that's the kind of people that come like they're never going to tell you your ideas or dreams are stupid they're just going to help you try get to facilitate them. facilitate yeah. your growth rather than try and shoot you down yeah and then um the following week it pelted rain again but this time there was about 15 or 20 people and then I just realized like how much people needed it. People people were messaging me being like, this is the best thing I've ever done. Like I feel so jacked. Like you leave a Sunday just absolutely buzzing because everyone that you've met there has an incredible story. Everyone is stoked to be up and getting after it on a Sunday. And then you have the most productive day and then the most productive week as a result. And then in terms of the other locations, people just, um, I had people asking if they could start their own ones or like, can you please bring Mega Run to Brisbane and that sort of thing? And that's pretty much how it happened. Yeah, because you took you took it from like 10, 15 people to hundreds of people on the <laughs> yeah. Gold Coast, didn't you? Yeah. And then and then there's even a run club. I see I see Jade Spooner on yes. Instagram. She was at, she was at your Mega Run club in Sydney. Yeah. Yeah, on Sydney in Sydney. And then Brisbane's got one and Perth's got one. You said you said to me earlier before the podcast, there's one in Buenos Aires. Yes. How many people are going to the run club in Buenos Aires? Oh, I think they have about 15 regular runners at this stage. It's definitely like a lot of them are still in the growth phase. Um, and that's something, it's been a learning curve for me. Learning. To grow communities. Yeah. Because yeah. growing, how, how is it growing a community 
Yeah. In a country you've probably never visited. <laughs> it's challenging. I'm lucky that she's a translator, so she can speak both languages. But I mean, I've been having meetings with all sorts of countries too. So I've had Czech Republic where I've had a full on translator on the calls when I've been meeting with them. It's like mind blowing. I've had like Czech Republic, there's New Zealand has Christchurch, Queenstown, Wellington's already launched and Auckland. They're all people that I'm speaking to about hosting runs there so how is it working and are you just do you just do you just um facilitate the pro like the programming give them give them the, give them the branding and then let them run their own run club or how is it working for you um i think i think the best way to do it is i i am cautious about who i pick to lead the locations because yeah. if you get the right people in the right locations the locations always work yeah it's just about the right person because the concept the the running is there it it works um, you know, the community aspect, the fact that it's on a Sunday, all of that is written into manuals. Um, like I've written everything up on how so I... So you've got SOPs on everything. What's an SOP? <laughs> Systems and processes. Yeah. Systems. Okay, go. <laughs> like, I stop. Um, I just haven't heard it called that. Sorry, guys. No. Um, but yes, I do have... I do have systems and processes. I didn't initially, but I because I didn't have the intention for it to be something like this, and yeah, I yeah. just didn't realize how many people need it. I'm just buzzed that you've got them. Yeah. Do you know what I, mean? I don't care. I don't care if you know if you know the abbreviation or not. That's not the yeah. point. The fact most businesses don't have systems of, systems of yeah. processes in place. Do you know what I mean? Like they don't have that structure, and if you don't have that structure, you can't scale. Mm. So you've, you, 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 how long, how, this, I'm fucking hyped. <laughs> how long yeah. have you, how long into it did you start putting those systems in place? Oh, probably, <clears throat> probably only about like two months ago I started r- writing them. So probably, when did I start? I, st- I didn't start making Mega on a thing until March. So probably a couple of months, but I'm, I'm really lucky. I've, I've got someone very close to me that has helped me a lot. So someone mentored you and got you to, yeah. got you to think about this. So yeah. putting into a process, then when you've got a process, you can, you can launch new locations. Yeah. So in, in, in your mind now for the next 12 months, yes. how many locations are you going to launch around the world? Hmm. Well, I mean, I, I plan on making it huge, like global very fast but because I have those processes but it's more important to me that I make sure the right people are running the right locations I mean I would love to be like tomorrow we're going to have hundreds because I I, like the feeling that you get the mega feeling that you get from these runs is just next level and because I'm so passionate about everyone realizing that they are capable of more I'm like I just want everyone to experience it right now but I've learned the hard way that it is so important that the right people are of running the locations, yeah, hundred percent right people on the bus. But it, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I want a number. I want a number. I want a number. I want a number. I want an audacious, not just a shit number either, like an audacious number. Like if, like, what's what's your number for next year? Hmm. Audacious, make it audacious. Audacious. Well, I have about there's probably about twenty at the moment, and I I probably am talking to about another seven right now. So. Maybe by next year, end of next year. Oh, by end of next year, I reckon a hundred. Double it. Double it. Two hundred. You, yeah, you're, you're downplaying it. 200, <laughs> okay. Two hundred. Yeah, you've got the systems in place. Yeah. And you're you're selling yourself short. Okay. So two hundred. So two. We'll have to do another podcast at the end of the year. Hundred percent. I'll I will I'll make sure I'll make sure I'll be checking in on you, making sure you yeah. deliver that. But like two hundred. The reason I say two hundred is because. 
you should always double whatever you think you can do. Okay. I mean, and I think it, I'm f- fairly capable, so that is that is very ambitious. Whatever, whatever your first answer is to a question. Double it. Double it. Double okay. it. So, because at the end of the day, you think about it. You launch in the UK tomorrow, right? If you did. You've got Liverpool. You've got London. You've got Luton. Yeah. You've got Cambridge. You've got Peterborough. You got I am talking to someone in London at the moment. Exactly. Yeah. Once you get... Once you get a f- there's in London, there's not you're not just gonna have one location in London. Yeah. There's twenty, thirty locations for Mega Run mm, in, London, in London, right? More, yeah. forty. So it's not so you see you see how my thinking is? Mm. Like in terms of like you put it you put it in the big cities in these other countries, right? Blow it up. Mm. Get one working real well in every city, which I'm sure you're gonna do. And it's like Sydney can accommodate two or three. Yeah. Like London could could accommodate 20. Yeah. You, and and then you hit the big cities. You're 200 and, and all that audacious anymore, is it? No. Do you yeah. see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. P- Think hu- big, 100%. Hu- humans, 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 even without knowing it, we, we kind of, you've already done 20. Like 200 is, is only a 10 from here. Mm-hmm. 10x. Yeah. You are getting jacked. I'm not, Let's I'm, go. I, I'm not doing a Grant Cardone on you, but what yeah. I am saying is like a hundred is shooting it short. Yeah. Okay. Because you've got the systems in place. Yeah. If you didn't have the systems, I wouldn't say, but like you now I know you've got the systems. I'm like, right, go. Yeah. Go well, the, the, the systems things came, came from watching um, the McDonald's documentary. Oh, that That's is so the, good too. Do you know what? The, 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 you're on about the film. Yeah. The fucking film is, I yeah. fucking love that film. It's, it's, the, so it's one of the best films you could ever watch. Yeah. That is, f- tell me your experience of first watching that film. <laughs> like. Well, the person that has been helping me w- was the one that showed me the film. But I think it's, it's when you, when you watch it, it's like, why is McDonald's so successful? It's, I mean, yes, to a point it is the product, but it's the systems, like everything down to the point of how much sauce is put on is systemized. And that's why if everything is uniform across the board in every location, that's when you have success because you're always delivering that same message, that same experience. And it applies to everything. You've got to remove as many variables and as you don't, you don't want to leave anything open to interpretation when you're talking about brand. Yeah. When you're talking about brand, everything has to be stipulated. It's like all my branding colors are the same. You know, all, all my podcast, podcast clips have a certain type of way that they look and feel. Yeah. And Isaac handles that and it's, it's just done right. Do you know what mm. I mean? He knows, he understands what the ethos, he understands what we're trying to hit. And, yeah. it, and, it, and there's, a, there's, a scheme, there's an understanding around that. Mm. Um, all brand, I have, a, I don't know if you have this yet, but you probably want to put this in place, is um, like a branding guide. Yeah, that says all your color schemes, all your layouts, all mm-hmm. your fonts you use, everything, all yeah. laid out in a brand guide, so that if you want to send, if you take on a marketing agency tomorrow to market you into another hundred locations, you want to take on and be able to go right. This is this is my colors. This is my mm. fonts. This is my this is my schemes. Yeah. This is how we lay out. This is how we do this. Mm. It's all in there. That is what you're doing. Mm. That is fucking brilliant. But the best thing that McDonald was doing that no one really understood at the time was he was using. He was franchising locations with the system that he created around creating yes. McDonald's and burgers and all this stuff and all this fast food. Mm-hmm. He was franchising it, but he was using the franchise money to buy the real estate that the franchise Yeah, started. that is so smart. And now McDonald's is one of the biggest real estate owners in the world and not just any old real estate. I'm talking about fucking prime, prime locations yeah. that they own the real estate to. So switched on. And it is, it, it is, 
if you guys get a chance, in fact, it should be a fucking stipulation. Yes. In fact, you should watch it at four years old in school and you should watch it every year <laughs> yeah. at school because that teach that teaches you more about business than anyf- anything you'll ever watch. Yeah. Anything because it's just so, so fucking unbelievable. It's great. Let's talk about Gymshark. Yes. Right. I was, I was, uh, I was in a conversation with you, obviously, as we talked about in the previous, in the podcast, where you, where you come up to me and you said, look, I've had this offer, I've had this offer, this offer, what do I do? It's just, they're all like, unbelievable offers. And I said, yeah. you follow yourself. You, you already know the answer. You went home. Mm. You come back to me a few days later. You said, Frankie, I've made a decision. Boom, boom, boom. This is happening. I'm like, wicked. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about how you felt about signing Jim Shaw. Is Is it something you kind of, manifested like kind of thing is <laughs> yeah. it like um that's actually a really good question because to like i have i've done collaborations with, with a few brands before i collaborated with gymshark and i'm someone who is extremely selective about what brands i align with like i don't do short-term brand partnerships i'm genuinely not interested in promoting something it couldn't you couldn't offer me enough money to promote something that i didn't believe in like i, yeah, I just yeah, won't yeah. do it it doesn't matter what you offer me so when i i was in a brand partnership previously where i realized that i just didn't align like it was great product and it was great money but i didn't align with the brand itself yeah and so when i was making this decision that was the probably the forefront of my mind like Everyone, the the product is obviously important. I won't promote a product that I don't love. And yes, finances are of course important as well. But unless you are aligning with that brand, like there's no point even looking into the other stuff. So when when Gymshark, when actually when I stopped working with that previous brand, it it was it was actually quite upsetting when I I was not working with them anymore. It it, ups, it upset me a little bit. Yeah. And then so I just this same person told me, well. What like what would be your big dream brand to work with? And Gymshark was the first one. I made a joke about it. I was like, oh my gosh, it would just be so sick if I went and work with Gymshark as a result of this. And it's so weird. Like that actually happened. Like, and I thought in my head, I'm like, do you well, remember, why, why do you couldn't remember, I? Do you remember me calling them out on your posts? Yeah, I do remember. That was great. <laughs> but little, you know, I, I, I was to, already in contact with I, them, but I, I, did, I just didn't, I didn't tell anyone. I, I don't. I don't know whether I knew that or didn't know that at the time, but yeah. I. We're but just egg- egging them on. <laughs> every, t- every time you posted something, I would tag Nolmac and I would yeah. tag the marketing yes. the marketing girl. I can't remember her name. Yeah. I'd tag her and I'd tag Jim Shark and I'd say, what are you doing? Like, send the contract. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, because so good. It's just because I, 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 I kind of knew at that point that it was your dream to be with with them. Yeah. How have they been as a how have they been and how was the deal set out for you? Is it like a is it like a multi year deal or how does it is it month to month or how does it work? How what's the breakdown of that kind of thing? Obviously not the financials, no yeah. financials, yeah. but like what's the breakdown of the setting so that other people can understand how these deals break down so they can set them up for themselves? Well, um initially normally I think most brands like you to be on a trial period, but for me I felt like I was at a I was at a stage where I just didn't want to do a trial period. I knew I liked the brand knew I wanted to work with them long term and they agreed that they wanted to work with me long term so we went straight into a year deal Um, and then I had written in a review within six months because of the experience that I'd had with previous brands so if I'm going to work with anyone I'm going to go really hard for them so um, yeah I was locked in for a a year I'm locked in for a year um, and I'm just coming up to my six month review now 
Yeah, and what what kind of things do brands like Gymshark offer someone like yourself? Do is it like they offer you um, not obviously not just clothing and payment, but do they, yeah. is, is there any what what are the growth opportunities in terms mm. of like the way that they expose you to to the world? Yeah, well. Being a part of a brand like Gymshark, I mean, one of the things that stood out for me was their their whole, um, what's the word, ethos is be a visionary, which is so sick. Like, I love that. So that was a big push point for me. But I think when working with them, I've never worked, I feel like because they are so big, they're just mammoth, that I don't know, like, they're so big, but they have managed to be so personal. Like when when it was my birthday, I got a present, which was a camera um, because they knew I wanted to start a YouTube. And it was like Meg, a handwritten note, like yeah. we're so stoked Just to have you part of the team. Yeah, thoughtful. like a huge brand, but so personal and so thoughtful. Like it's it's seriously impressive. And um, I've, al- I've always loved, to be honest, I have always loved the way like that Noel and Ben have moved that brand. Yeah. Like in the way that they communicate. And the way that that's translated through the marketing team as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it, it is it is phenomenal the way they do communicate. Yeah. I'll, I'll watch I watch Ben's YouTube videos and that is, yeah. is it, and is it is inspiring stuff. How can you not be inspired by someone who's gone from um, printing their own t-shirts sewing his and own so, stuff, sewing you know, and his mum fin- How can you not be, from from pizza delivery boy to fucking yeah. multi billion dollar brand? Like, because he was doing what he was passionate about. Yeah. And he's never lost sight of that. I think, like, he knew his why. He knew why he wanted to do it. And he's never strayed. Like, their brand is so authentic. Yeah, no, I agree. Is there any plans for you to go to the UK? Oh, I mean, I'd love to go to the UK. <laughs> I have no idea at this stage. But that is one of the biggest things, is you get connected to a lot of incredible athletes. Yeah. Like, Gymshark signs incredible people. Yeah. and And so, obviously, being a part of it, you meet so many sick people through it. That's probably the biggest thing. And the travel, when the travel comes back online for you, the yeah. travel and the, and the opportunities that you get will allow you to launch road clubs in other locations so it should yeah. natu- naturally align. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very I'm very much looking forward to travelling. Yeah. Is, it, is, is, this, is this it for you now in terms of partnership deals or is there anything else that you're planning on doing? Um, no, I definitely am always open to work with other or partner with other brands. And in fact, since Megaron, I have been <laughs> quite frankly bombarded by brands that want to get involved because I think on social media, I'm sure you would know there's been a big shift from, you know, just paying people to promote things to yeah. everyone cluing on that they're just being paid and not actually listening to their advice anymore. So yep. the, there's been a shift from paying these huge influencers to picking people like to communities, like go to the people who are actually involved in the communities that authentically want to help. And people are looking to them for the advice. I mean, when I don't go, like if I want to know advice on a product, I'm not going to go and uh, like look on an influencer's profile. I'm probably going to go and ask someone that I know personally that yeah, what's your what's your, yeah. what's your experience? What's your feeling into this? Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, which is really cool because it's given a lot of people with quality like a good shot yeah and i think when you do have a product online now and it is more boutique and that and it has more feeling like you say like the personal notes mm. the personal gifts the, the way that you package it and everything like that comes into it as well yeah like, it's not just I, I i i suppose women buy more stuff online than men these days mm. especially off like places like instagram potentially yeah. so 
I don't suppose many women are just going and buying things blind anymore. Like mm. in terms of products and dresses, they want they want dresses and they want things from certain places. They want mm. run they want running clothes from certain places. They're not yeah. they're not just going blind. They're going to ask their friend, aren't they? Yeah. Do you know this good concealer or do you know this good? Yeah. Um, you know, moisture skincare. skincare. Yeah, yeah. You're not just gonna, you're not just going to go to women are going to recommend brands to each other and that's how yeah. that's how the communities grow and that's well, because why. they know that whoever's promoting it is just it's probably whoever's paying the most it's not necessarily mm. authentic there's a lot there's a lot of influencers out there that are still that they're tarnishing themselves by constantly working with 52 different bikini brands a year mm. do you know what i mean it's like i was watching one girl on instagram and she's always doing these different bikini brands and i'm like i was just thought i sat there and i thought to myself hang on a minute how, if I was a woman, I would be so confused right now <laughs> because I don't know. I don't know what, who you are and what you yeah. represent. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know whether I was buying fucking Frankie's bikinis or whether mm. I was buying fucking some boohoo fucking whatever the fuck you're talking about yeah. bikini. Yeah, because I'm 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 I have no idea mm. where your loyalties lie yeah. and what you actually like. Yeah, because you wear so much shit. But you can you can do that. I would just more so say like if I'm going to trial, I've I, I've openly said on my Instagram I'm trialing heaps of supplement brands to and try and tell find you the right one. one. I like. Yeah, like yeah. I'll trial everything, but if I say this is my favorite, I'm not going to say this is my favorite multiple times. I will say it once. Yeah, no, I like that. I like that. So, you, so, so you're going to introduce a supplement brand, and then you're going to introduce other brands that potentially al- align with yeah. your business. But you've got your own clothing as well. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got some socks, and I mean the bands are probably the they, they don't cost anything. You can only get the bands if you come to the run. But that's that. Honestly, the band is the my favorite thing because you, you look down at your wrist and it just says. For those of you who can't see, can they see? Yeah, they can see it okay, on YouTube. Can on see. YouTube. Well, yeah. if you can't, it just says Megaron, but it has the slogan "You are capable of more," and. That's yeah. that is. I mean, Mega Run is what I'm passionate about right now. I, I I'm I definitely am appreciative of the partnerships that are available, but I'm passionate about Mega Run. Yeah, no, I think I think you're gonna blow it up. I think you're gonna do some <laughs> ma- massive <laughs> Thank stuff. Thank you. Get if you were gonna give like people like five five books, right? Yeah, I know we t- we talked about a couple of them, but if you're gonna give them five must read books this next year to mm. take their mindset to a next level, what yeah. would you give them? Um, I would give them Find Your Why, obviously. Yep. Can't Hurt Me is Very Good by David Goggins. Um, I've got good ones. Let me just think. In The Infinite Game. Have you read that? That's Simon Sinek too, isn't it? Yeah. that's that's a. I, I think it's Simon Sinek. That's a really good book, The Infinite Game. Um, Shoe Dog, very good. And then probably Skip the Line. Have you heard of Skip the Line? Ah, tell me about this. Skip the Line is like... Uh, if you're starting to do something, um, you know, they say like to master any skill, it takes 10,000 hours. Yeah. That's technically what it takes. This is about going, getting to the top faster. So it's like, how do you skip out those 10,000 hours? It has a lot of good lessons. Like even if you're, um, actually Gary V's new book's very good too. But I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got 12 copies. I'm going to give, I'm going to give, I'm going to give away some of those copies to the listeners. Yes. Yeah. Cause I bought, I bought 12 copies. You should say the title because that's a good one. Um, it's like uh, the 12 uh, emotional the, 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 ingredients the, the, towards tw- No, 12 success. and a half, 12 and a half. Yeah. 12, it's called 12 and a half. 12 and a half emotional. And it's the, it's the emotional agree, the emotional ingredients that you need for, you business, know, for business success, success yeah. uh, business and life success yeah. yeah and it's all about like empathy ambition 
yeah. uh, courage, and he just breaks down these different uh, ingredients within 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 you that you need, yes, and what they actually mean in like business terminologies, and then and then he gives you practical, um, real life situations on how these can be applied. Mm. And Those just, six are good. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 that book actually, and I'll give I'll give you guys a few copies. I'll do a giveaway on Instagram or something like that, and you know, put out ten copies because I got I got ten copies because because he he said he had this thing where he's like support me buy twelve books. I'll send yeah. I'll send you this like mm. limited edition NFT. I thought well the NFT is going to be worth more than the three hundred dollars. I'm going to pay for the books, yes. so I'll just give the books to the listeners. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I already had this plan in my head. So yeah, we'll do that. We'll do a giveaway. We'll actually yeah. do. We'll, I, t- I tell you what. If I if I remember to do it on the back of this podcast, I'll yes. do it on the back of your podcast. I'll give I'll give away the books on the back of this. That's great. Yeah, and Good I'll, idea. I, I'll, I'll we'll we'll advertise the books to your audience as well, so they can they get a chance to get them as well. Sick. And then I'll just mail them out because yeah. as you mentioned it, like I I got literally got twelve of them. So yeah, sweet ass. I, I I'd love to say to everyone, um, especially with find your why. If you read the book, I'd encourage everyone to think about someone that needs to read that book. I want to start this book movement and write, someone did this for me, write a message to that person and what you learned from the book and what you hope they learn and give it to them and then they can read it and once they've learned it, they do the same and pass on to someone else. Yeah, when I, when I, when I read, um, when I read like the, the, the actual, the content of Gary Vee's books, not the, pra- I haven't read the practical examples of, of application because yeah. I, un- I, un- I already, to be totally honest, I already understand the application of the ingredients. Yeah. I read the ingredients, which is half the book. Yeah. Um, when I read that, I thought, oh, my mate Lloyd could do with this. Mm. So I, I, I got a book and I wrote to Lloyd and I wrote a message in, in this book. It's so like, good. I, I wrote it and I told him what this book and I said, always remember this and, and I give it to him. Because when you, the reason you should always write in the front mm. cover of a book when you give it to someone is because you want that person to read that book. Mm. You not only want them to read it, you want them to feel why you gave them it. Yeah, it's and an and, it, and when you when you put when you put something a personal message into a book, it it, it puts the onus on that person that there must be some point in reading it. Yeah, and that's so important because yeah. so many people have got books on their shelf that are just gathering dust. Mm. And the whole history of time is, and the and the thousands of hours that people have learned in life have all been written down in books. The meditations mm. of of Marcus Aurelius. Yeah, like it's in a fucking book. Well, it's, that's in Skip the Line. One of the best ways to learn is from other people's experiences, which you learn through books. I know, it's, and 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 yeah, I just can't understand why why more people don't dedicate. You your your goal, like you could have a goal this year going forward. Not, not you personally, but I'm talking about the audience. Could have a goal where you like you either read, you know, you can either break it down in several ways. You can either read one book a month. Yeah. If you've never read one book a month. Mm-hmm break it down if you've got 200 pages break it down across 30 days x amount of pages a day mm-hmm. you got your goal could either be one book a month or 10 pages a day or it could be one book a week but you've got to have a you set yourself a goal at the start of the year because what you're doing is compounding your growth rate mm. automatically because you're educating your mind you're, you're not if as long as you don't go read obviously you can read harry potter and all that stuff if you really want to mm. but if you read actual knowledge that can actually be applied in your life mm. in the physical realm that you that we're in right now. So if you want to know more about marketing, yeah, you could read a marketing book. Mm. 
that marketing book that you paid $30 for and have instilled in your mind over six weeks might yeah. spark an idea that earns you a million dollars and or, or allows you to sell a million dollars worth of product when you find, so, so for argument's sake, for you, you might read a book like by Sabri Subi called Sell Like Crazy and you yeah. might and you might build a funnel to your to your activewear brand and that might generate half a million dollars. Yeah. That comes from books. That mm. book costs you thirty dollars. The return on investment from reading is astronomical. It's like ridiculous. you can't you can't Well, put it this way. I'm sat here. One of the reasons I'm sat here living my purpose is because I knew I found out my why. How did I find out my why? I read a book. Yeah, I read a book, and I and all this other stuff, and everything I've found has been coming from the the, the two ways in life that you find things. Mm. Other after you've looked inward, are asking other people's advice, the right people. Yeah, yeah, and reading other people's lived experiences and and the way and the practical knowledge that they inst- they can instill into mm. you. Fastest way to learn, isn't it? Mm. Just and it's also a discipline. It's another discipline. It's another mm. discipline. I think the ten the ten pages a day discipline is the discipline that will compound the hardest for the most amount of people. Hundred percent. Yeah, I reckon if I reckon if you want to change your life, reading and get yourself around better people. What would What would be the other things that you'd implement? Mm, I mean, for those people that don't do it already, I'm a big believer in exercise and food. Good nutrition are the are the best medicines and everything in, in your life. If, if you're not feeling physically well or you're not feeling mentally well, exercise will change your life and a healthy diet will change your life as well. Yeah. Exercise, diet, reading. Lots more water. Better people. Like you're a product of your environment. It's why Megaron works. People come, they don't have good friends. They get around good people at the run because it's only really cool people that come on a Sunday morning and then they start to hang out with those people during the week because they're seeing them every weekend. And then their whole circle changes. And next time when they're doubting themselves, what, like the friends are right there being like, no, you got this. Like keep pushing. It's exactly what we do at Megaron. And then you keep pushing because your friends are there for you in your weak times and your friends are different. They're better friends. Have you seen some transform <laughs> transformations in people's like personal business and everything else on the back of that discipline it's ridiculous frankie like that is why i'm so passionate about it because it's obviously changed my life running changed my life and that's why i'm passionate about it but there is people that come to this run like people finish the 10ks and just burst into tears but there is a lot of people that have had complete career changes just because running has shown them that they're capable of more and they've had the right people around them to back themselves like people have fully changed their careers Fucking that's some powerful shit. Yeah. Because even even when I think about the messages and the fucking feedback that I get from this and doing what lights me up mm. and the way it changes people and their the listeners too. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what that, that's exactly why I do it. Yeah. Because it that's another thing. When you when you're trying to build community and trying to build purpose and trying to build your why, mm. your why in life cannot be about you. Yeah has to be about something way bigger than you. 100%. Because there's fucking 30 people, 40 people, 50, 60, 70, 100 people a day starting podcasts in Australia. Yeah. And yeah. they never get to episode 10. Yeah. Because the purpose behind it 
and not doing it for the right reasons. Yeah, I I think that's made it come up in my head. You can never stray from your why, because if my like if my focus shifts from rather than getting people to come and run and changing the people's lives that come to it to I want to see how many how big I can get these runs. And I f- take my focus off providing the value. You just lost it. Lost, lost the you, whole run. The run you, won't work. You've, you, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm. Like my only, the reason I've never put ads on the podcast, mm. the reason I've turned down oh, money, that's so right, sick, Frankie. is because I fucking love it, right? Mm. I fucking love it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's no one supporting me. It's all my own cash. It's all me, man. Like I go out and I earn money doing something that doesn't, light me up in a lot of respects but i get to help people so it lights me up in that way yeah so i help people remove online content i help people do stuff yeah. and then i get paid and i take that money and i put it into the podcast to give away free value doing something yes. that i love right but imagine if someone paid you and you started talking about things that you didn't love well yeah it wouldn't happen exactly. it wouldn't happen like there's 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 been people offered me like 50 ethereum promote this nft do this do that fuck off like yeah. do you know what i mean do you know how fucking much purpose this gives me? I wouldn't. Ch- I would not give away the purpose that I feel by doing something that I love yeah. for any money in the world. When you're on purpose, when you when you're doing things for the right reason, yeah. I just know that 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 all you have to do is turn up and do the reps. The people will understand that you're fucking. You fucking love it. Yeah. They will resonate with it because you love it. The money will come down the track when the yeah. money is me- when the money is meant to come and when everything's meant to align, it will fucking align. Mm. But you have to serve the world in a fucking big way before that starts to come to you. Mm. It has to be about something bigger than yourself. If it's never about more than what you can earn, you'll always cap yourself. It'll always be about the money. It'll always be about just earning doing something for something mm. well how's about we just start doing something because it actually fulfills you actually <laughs> fucking lights Preach. you up. yeah it fucking does though it does yeah. like you, you know how much i know how much your stuff lights you up that's mm. why that's why i invited you on here and you know how much this lights me up because mm. we've talked we fucking many times about this yes do you know what i mean yeah along our journeys collectively yeah and i just want to thank you for coming and, and just just being real and dropping it on here as well like if there's one like if you if if you are leaving the planet right now, yeah. If you were leaving the planet, and you just you couldn't leave anything behind, but you just had to leave like the one pearl of wisdom, the the one paragraph or or something you could instill in other humans to take them forward in life, what would it be? Oh golly, that's like a big. It's a big thing, but it's you, a big thing. But 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 you're doing big mm, shit. Mm. Um. Okay. Can I do three? You could just let it flow. Okay. This is well, no, this one is, thing... No, don't play the rules game. One thing I would um, say is it's important to ask yourself whether you're doing something to be or to do. Like, are you doing something to look a certain way or to have impact? I ask myself that all the time. When I post things on Instagram, is this providing value or, like, is it just a pointless post? Like, yeah. it's really important. Um the second thing I would probably say is um, back yourself. Like if you don't back yourself, like no one else is going to. And and sometimes it only takes one person to tell you that. But back yourself in whatever you're doing because to me, the only thing that is scarier than, you know, failing trying what you're doing is not doing it. Like imagine getting to the end of your life and being shown the person that you could have been 
and just being like, wow, I, I could have lived that life. Like, I don't want to miss out on anything. I'd, I'd, I want to be the person I'm meant to be. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Giving myself goosebumps. <laughs> That's terrible. Um, my last thing, I had something else, but I'd probably just say, you want to change your life, change the people that you're around and have a crack. Yeah. No, that's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. And thank you so much for, for coming on <laughs> Thanks here. for having me. Thank ah, you. That's all right. But <laughs> guys, do me a favor, Megs. Just drop your drop your website, drop your Instagram, drop all that stuff now. Yeah. So our, our website for Megaron is being redone. So I'll just drop the Instagram, but it's at the Megaron. So T-H-E-M-E-J-G. Jeez Louise. <laughs> M-E-G-A-R-U-N, Megaron, yeah, the yeah, Megaron. Yeah. Um, that's probably the best place to find everything. And drop your personal on there as well. Oh, my personal is just Meg Sutherland. So M-E-G-S-U-T-H-E-R-L-A-N-D. Um, just Meg. Yeah, Do you know that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm a Just Meg. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, like, honestly, I hope you've got loads of value out of this. And I know that a lot of it, a lot of this information will hit your ears at the right time. And mm. I know that there's, there'll be some parts that hit some of you like a steam train and you just got to go away and take some action on it. If it hits you, if you if, if it hit you, if it, if you got what you needed to get out of this today, go and take some action on it. Mm. Do me a solid favor too, right? I don't ask you for a lot, right? And I'm not asking you for a lot. I'm just asking that if you resonate with this, send me a message, send mega message, join her run, join my community Tell your friends about this podcast. Share it on social. That's all I ask of you. Do you know what I mean? If you, just, if you could do me that solid favor, that would that would mean a hell of a lot to me. And let me know how this goes for you. I hope it hits your ears at the right time. That's Meg Sutherland. That's the Mega Run. Let's go. Let's go. Don't forget to subscribe to the Frankie Lee Podcast.